A true divorce is walking away from impurity. A true divorce is walking away from impurity, purging yourself from filthy conduct, filthy behavior. When you walk away from that, you're having a true divorce. You're no longer married to filthiness. Sexual immorality, impurity, covetousness would not enter the kingdom of heaven. And so if you're doing sexual immorality, or are you indulging in, in anything that's impure? You will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Covetousness, sexual immorality, and impurity. Do not let that be amongst you. Be imitators of God. Be imitators of God. Be just like God. Be just like Jesus. Jesus gave us an example. Walk like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Ephesians 5 says, be imitators of God. So having a true divorce is walking away from impurity. Cut yourself away from filthiness. Sexual immorality, covetousness, impure conduct, impure talk, perversion. Perversion. Perversion speech. Perversion joking. Cut yourself away from that. Walk away from it. The word of God says you would not enter the kingdom of heaven if you live like this. And you're not even part of the kingdom of heaven if you do these things. How can you? Because it says in Ephesians 5 to be imitators of God. And so where did you learn that behavior from? We're supposed to be imitators of God. Covetness. Don't be like no one else. Live by Christ's example. If you're watching someone else and you want to be like someone else, you're imitating them. You're not imitating God. Divorce yourself from impurity. Divorce yourself from impurity. I'm Trey Knowles, and welcome to Truth and Knowledge. Let's talk about true divorce.
Welcome to another episode of Truth and Knowledge. I'm your host, Trey Knowles, and today's topic is called True Divorce. True Divorce. Let's jump right into it. What is a true divorce? A divorce is to separate or dissociate yourself from something in something else. All right. So if we get in divorce, that means we were married to something that does not belong to us. All right. We were married to something that does not belong to us. All right. So we need to be married to something that belongs to us, not married to something that does not belong to us. All right. So if we're married to something that does not belong to us, we need to divorce it. Right. We need to separate from it. Move apart from it, to dissociate ourselves, detach ourselves from it, deny ourselves from it. We need a true divorce because we're married to something that does not belong to us. So if we're married to something that does not belong to us, that's mean we are what? We are coveting. We're coveting. We indulging into something, we're devoting ourselves into something that does not belong to us. So we need a true divorce. Now I'm gonna tell you why we need a true divorce. Let me tell you why we need a true divorce. Why do we need a true divorce? The answer is because we have committed adultery. We have committed adultery, right? When you committed adultery, you have cheated. You, you, you have not been loyal. You have not been obedient. Anytime you are unfaithful by doing anything immoral, you become adulterous. Let me say it one more time. Anytime you have become unfaithful by doing anything immoral, you become adulterous. Why am I telling you this? The word of God says in 1 Corinthians 11, 3, I want you to realize that the head of every man is Jesus Christ. And the head of, of the woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. All right. So the head of me is Jesus Christ. Right. So if Jesus is my head, I means I am devoted to God, right? I'm living under his obedience, right? So anytime I'm doing something immoral that has no part of 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 Jesus Christ, that has no part of God, that means I'm adulterous. And that means I'm been separated from God. Right? So if I'm doing something immoral, that means I need to divorce myself from that whatever I'm doing immoral and repent and turn around so I can be devoted to Jesus. Jesus is the head of every man. He's the head of me, right? And because of this, we must be submissive, ready to, to conform to Jesus Christ's authority, his authority. We're supposed to be submissive to. He is my creator. 
right? He knows all. I know nothing. I didn't create this world. He knows how we're supposed to live. All right? Jesus is the head of every man. And because of this, we must be submissive, ready to conform to Jesus Christ's authority. Devoted. Devoted. Loyal. Which means very loving and loyal. Whatever God says is immoral, is immoral. All right? In his word, wherever he says it's immoral, is an immoral. Means we, we must not do it. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which we should operate in truth and in spirit of godly truth. So our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. He wants to live in us. He cannot live in us if we are defiling our bodies or we living immoral or we doing immoral things. He wants to live in us, his spirit. All right. His truth. So we must live in truth, operate in truth. If we sin against our bodies, we sin against against the Holy Spirit. We sin against ourselves. We sin against the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit. Right. Must operate in us, needs to operate in us to give us truth. Right. Holy Spirit can operate in us if we live in foul, if we're not living in truth. It can live in our, in our in our body. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It cannot live in us if we live in foul. If we sin against our bodies, we sin against the Holy Spirit because we are not being submissive. We're not being obedient to the head, which is Jesus Christ. Right? God is the head of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the head of me and you and every man. We need a true divorce from sin. We need a true divorce from sin. We'll be right back with more. True divorce. We're back. 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20 says, Flee from sexual immorality. All right. It says flee. Get away. All right. Get away. Do not do sexual immorality. Flee. Get away. It's forbidden. Don't do it. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But sexual, immor but sexual immorality, the sexual immoral person sins against his own body. All right. So if your body is the God's temple, do not sin against it. Right. That's your body. Right. You should value yourself. You should love yourself. All right. Your body is you should value yourself. You should love yourself because God created your body, not for sexual immorality. All right. Or do you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? All right. So God wants to live with you. His presence is in you. He gives you his spirit. But if you defile your body, he cannot live with you. He cannot. His Holy Spirit cannot dwell in you because you're defiling your body. So we must repent from it, turn away from it, flee from it. Divorce it. 
divorce it. You are not your own, for you have been brought with a price. All right? Your body is not your own. You are not your own. You've been brought with a price. So glorify God in your body. You have been brought with a price. Right? Jesus Christ died for me. He died for you. So he died for me and you so that we may live. That we may live. Now, I am happy that Jesus Christ died for me because I may have everlasting life. I may have life. I made a mistake. You know? I made a mistake. I repented from sexual immorality. I've been there. I've done that. It's not... It's not for my body. I divorced it. And you must divorce it too. Because Jesus paid a price. He took your place. I am supposed to die. We, we all have sinned and fallen short. We're supposed to die. But Jesus gave us life. He had bought us and gave us life. He took, he, he came down. And became sin, who knew no sin, to give us life, who didn't sin. Right? He did not sin. But he gave us life. He took our sins so we may live. So flee from sexual immorality. Our body is not ours. We've been bought with the price to have everlasting life. So we must divorce ourselves from the world, the world, the world's ways, the earthly nature. This is true divorce. True divorce. First Thessalonians 4, 3 says, it is God's will that we should be sanctified. What? It is God's will that we may be what? Sanctified. That means we should be clean. It is God's will for us to be clean, to be holy. Our bodies to be clean and pure. That we should avoid, void, what does the word avoid mean? To avoid, not do, turn away from, divorce it. Avoid sexual immorality. That we should, what? Avoid sexual immorality sex before marriage you only have if you if you're married right if a husband and wife are married sex is okay outside of that sex is not okay bouncing from woman to women man to man sexual is not it's not it's not okay it's sexual immorality having sex Sexual behavior that's inappropriate is sexual immorality. We must truly divorce the earthly nature, thus that earthly nature, those sinful ways, we must divorce it. Repent from immorality, turn around is our true divorce. To turn around from the sin is our truly divorce. What I did I say with true true divorce is to separate, to detach ourselves from it, divorce it. 
because it does not belong to us, you see. We're married to the wrong thing. We're married to the wrong thing by coveting. We want something that does not belong to us, right? So we must have self-control, all right? Self-control. So once we repent, we are forgiven. We have turned around. We no longer live that way anymore. We no longer live that way. And I'm glad that God took me away from those things. Now that we put those things to death, all right? We put those things to death. What does that mean? We put it to death. We have no desire or willingness to do that. We put it to death. It no longer belongs to us. We divorced it. We put it to death, right? So when we put it to death, we are truly divorced. It doesn't belong to us. We divorced it. We're married to Christ. Therefore, if anyone is is in Christ, the new creature has come. So we're brand new. We don't do those things. We don't have that earthly nature anymore. We don't have that sinful nature anymore, right? We have divorced it. The old has gone and the new is here, all right? Our newness, all right? We have a new mind, right? And we become, we have a new body, right? We don't really have a new body, but we have a new body when we go to heaven. But we have a new mind. We have a, we have that God's spirit. We know right from wrong and we don't longer do that anymore. We detached ourselves from that, all right? So we have a new body in Christ. We live in Christ's body, all right? We're part of that body of Christ. The old is gone, our old ways are gone, and the new is here, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. All right? Repent and have true divorce. Apostle Paul writes, I'm afraid that when I come again, and he's talking to the Corinthians, right? Apostle Paul writes, I'm afraid that when I come again, my God will humble me before you. And I will be grieved over many who have sinned early and have not repented of impurity, sexual sin, and debauchery in which they have indulged. So I'm telling you this. And I hope your earlier sins that you, if you continue into the, continue to do these things before you pass away, I hope that you repent and be truly divorced, be changed, have a change of heart because you're married to something that does not belong to you. You're coveting. This is not the way you're supposed to act because Christ is, is our is the head. So if it does not belong to Christ, he says, don't do these things. He says, these things are immoral. Don't do them. Right. That means you're not, if you're doing these things and you're being disobedient, you're not loyal. If you're not loyal and you're being disobedient, you need to repent, turn around and divorce your sinful nature and be married to Christ. Have a true divorce. 
true divorce is to separate ourselves from sin, to detach ourselves from what is sinful so we can walk with God. Jesus Christ says, if you, if you love me, keep my commandments. And if you want to follow me, to deny yourself. We must deny ourselves if we want to follow Jesus Christ. We must deny that flesh, our earthly desires of the flesh. Repent to have true divorce. I'm Trey Knowles, and thank you for watching Truth and Knowledge. May God bless you and keep you in his arms and in his hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.